It's the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 11-17-2023. Reading the news so you don't have to. Something happened over at OpenAI because Sam Altman, the CEO, has been fired. Now the chief technology officer, Mira Moradi, will now serve as the interim CEO, and they're currently looking to fill that position. So, hey, apply. Give it a shot. At a summit in Ghana... Delegates agreed to establish a global reparation fund aimed at securing compensation for descendants of Africans enslaved during the transatlantic slave trade. This decision supports a recent UN report highlighting persistent racial discrimination against people of African descent and endorses reparations as essential for justice in the 21st century. The conference focused on addressing historical injustices through various approaches, including litigation, advocacy campaigns, and the funds used to mitigate economic inequalities in Africa. Alex Mara, which kind of seems like foreshadowing, has admitted to guilt to several financial crimes, increasing his prison sentence beyond that for the murder of his wife and son. As part of the plea deal, Murdoch faces a 27-year sentence subject to the judge's approval. Meanwhile, his lawyers are pushing for a new trial in the murder case. Get this, because the count clerk engaged in jury tampering. That's a new one. At least to me. The U.S. has sanctioned six people linked to the Iranian-backed Iraqi militia Ktab Hezbollah, Blame for attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. These sanctions block their access to U.S. property, bank accounts, and prohibit business dealings with Americans, though when has that ever stopped business and rich people? President Joe Biden has signed a temporary spending bill. They're all temporary. Averting the government shutdown and extending the budget debate with Republicans into the new year. Yay, something to look forward to. The bipartisan bill keeps the government operational past the holidays. Well, at least there's that. It sets two new deadlines in January and February and excludes funding for Israel, Ukraine, Palestinian humanitarian aid, border security, and soup for little Timmy this Thanksgiving. Republican senators are preparing to vote before Christmas. Wow, they're actually going to work before then? Hey, kudos to them. On a resolution drafted by Democrats. What? Now this resolution aims to bypass the obstruction caused by Senator Tommy Tuberville. The Republican out of Alabama, who has blocked over 400 military nominees. A federal judge has determined that North Dakota's 2021 legislative redistricting plan breaches the Voting Rights Act of 1965. This ruling comes after the Turtle Mountain Band of Chippewa Indians and the Spirit Lake Tribe argued that the plan weakens Native American voting power by packing tribal members into one district and excluding Spirit Lake from a majority Native district. The chief judge has ordered the Republican-led legislature to create a corrective plan by December 22nd. More than half the world's largest companies are potentially engaging in net-zero greenwashing. What? This is because their lobbying activities are not consistent with their public commitments to combat climate change. Oh my God, I am so sorry. I didn't preference this story to make sure you were sitting down first. Businesses are doing one thing and saying another. Despite pledging to reach net zero emissions, a majority of companies listed in Forbes have been lobbying against global climate initiatives. And Christmas shows up every single year. Some things you just know. The UAW has ratified their contract with Stellantis, following a similar agreement with General Motors. Ford remains the only major automaker yet to complete the contract voting process. 
The contract at Ford is expected to pass by a significant margin, with 61.7% of workers already in favor, contrasting the narrower vote at GM. The new agreements with the automakers include a 25% general wage increase and reverse concessions from the financial crisis. The judge in the antitrust case against Google has yet to decide, with closing arguments set for early May. Initiated during the Trump administration, this lawsuit is one of several targeting major tech companies, including Meta, Google, and Amazon, aiming to reduce their influence. A key point in the case involves MIT economics professor Michael Winston's testimony for the government when he argued that Google's payments to Apple and others amounted to $26.3 billion constituted monopoly profits. Michael Lacey, the founder of Backpage.com, I didn't even know that existed, was found guilty of money laundering but acquitted on other charges. The trial concluded with a mistrial on 84 counts. Prior to the second trial, Lacey's co-founder died by suicide. Various charges were brought against other employees, leading to a mix of convictions and acquittals related to allegations of facilitating prostitution on Backpage.com. Republican education officials in Texas are criticizing science textbooks for presenting fossil fuels negatively and emitting alternative theories to evolution. The Texas State Board of Education, known for previous curriculum debates on evolution and U.S. history, is currently divided on textbook approvals, although Texas's 1,000-plus school districts aren't required to use board-approved textbooks, the board's recommendations are influential. The U.S. Department of Education is investigating seven schools for complaints of anti-Semitism and Islamophobia, marking the first such probe since the October 7th attack on Israel by Hamas. The investigations are split into five cases of anti-Semitism and two of Islamophobia. The department will issue recommendations to these schools, which risk losing federal funding if they fail to comply. A Colorado judge has dismissed a bid to exclude Donald Trump from the state's 2024 primary ballot, This effort was based on allegations that Trump is constitutionally disqualified from office due to the January 6th insurrection. This decision is in line with other failed attempts to remove Trump from primary ballots as the 2024 election season nears. Moms for Liberty, a group focusing on education issues, reported a substantial increase in revenue reaching $2.1 million in 2022 from $370,000 in the previous year. This growth is largely attributed to their campaigns addressing race and LGBTQ topics in schools, which have garnered significant support and criticism. Apple, IBM, and the European Commission have halted advertising on Platform X, also known as Twitter, amid rising concerns over increased anti-Semitism on the platform. Elon Musk, if you didn't know, owns it, faces accusations of fostering hatred and supporting anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. In Glendale, a police chase following a stolen car crash led to a unique arrest on a golf course. One of the suspects hid in a porta potty at Lincoln Park Golf Course, which was then tipped over by a golfer to detain the subject until the police arrived. The arrests were made by the Glendale police, who are still searching for the two other additional suspects. The National Labor Relations Board is postponing the implementation of a new rule intended to simplify unionization for workers due to legal objections from business organizations. Now, this rule would broaden the definition of joint employers, potentially making companies responsible for employees not directly under their employ. House Speaker Mike Johnson plans to release thousands of hours of footage from the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Didn't we hear this before? 
This decision honoring a commitment made to far-right party members during his campaign will begin with around 90 hours of security footage made available on a committee website. The rest will be released over several months. Additionally, a public viewing room will be established in the Capitol. California authorities have not dismissed the possibility of a hate crime in the death of a pro-Israel demonstrator, though current evidence supports charges of involuntary manslaughter and battery. The incident involved a physical confrontation between the victim and a college professor during a pro-Israel protest where the victim suffered fatal injuries after hitting his head on the ground. Investigators are examining if the altercation included any specific statements or expressions of hatred toward a particular group, but such evidence has not yet been found. Caitlin Armstrong has been sentenced to 90 years in prison for the first-degree murder of professional cyclist Anna Mariah Wilson in Texas. Motivated by jealousy, Armstrong tracked Wilson and fatally shot her multiple times after Wilson had spent time with Armstrong's boyfriend. Following the crime, Armstrong tried to escape to Costa Rica and underwent plastic surgery to change her appearance, but was eventually arrested. She faces an additional charge related to her attempt to evade law enforcement. That's been the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 11-17-23. Y'all have yourself a good day now, you hear?